Episode five, I think. Five. Of Pods in the Key of Springfield. Sorry, I thought you were going to take more words than that. Why would I? <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. Hey, question straight off the bat. Question without notice. Yeah, sure. Um, have you had in the last week a Simpsons based or related or inspired interaction? Well, um, the phrase democracy simply doesn't work has come up quite a bit this week. <laughs> oh, any, any reason why? Uh, no reason, you know, it's just uh, <laughs> nothing that I can think of off the top of my head, you know. Things are pretty good in the world. But Have you been saying it in the, the Brockman cadence too? Should I should I clarify that things are not okay, or have we oh, done no, that in previous episodes? Oh, no, I think I think our listeners well and truly understand that things are not okay. <laughs> I think by episode five, they well and truly know our personal politics. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. Good phrase. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I had a really simple one. Uh, one of my friends sent me a text message with a typo in it. And I replied with, to obtain a special dialing one, please mash the keypad with your palm now. You petulant piece of shit. What was the, what was the typo? <laughs> it was really minor. They put it. <laughs> Sorry. I've now realized I have to explain myself. And I'm literally the worst. They put a question mark instead of an exclamation mark. And I accused them. Jesus Christ. I accused them in return of having. Fa- Hands that were too fat to function their phone. Oh, that's horrible. How good of a friend is this? Oh, I don't like this new segment. Is, is this like a really close friend that you can get away with that with? Okay, guys, are you ready? Alright, ready? Alright, and I'm practicing. Here I go. How do we do? Are we coming through? Why not? Yeah, sounds like it. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, that was pretty sweet, wasn't it? If um, I had to give it a rating, yeah. I'd give it a C. <laughs> well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> well, God, why do you have to start it off like that? Welcome to our dumb show, <laughs> Praised by Media. I'm your dumb host, Duncan Gibbs. I've got some bad news for you guys. That is going to be the funniest joke of the night. <laughs> <laughs> you're, in for, you're in for a rough one. Um, well, I'm Malcolm Gibbs. The seas are stormy. So uh, this week we find ourselves on a kind of a depressing island. There's a bunch of... Burned out ruins? Yeah, the remains of a civilization. There's a sign that's really crumpled, but we were able to make out it says Shelbyville. Um, but anyway, we all we we explored the city and towards the, as we got closer to the center, we realized that there used to be a nuclear plant there, and I guess it went nuclear. It, this is probably the cause. Uh this week there there's still some survivors there. I think they've been horribly affected by the nuclear yeah, fallout. They're really a uh, yellow and some of them are really low intelligence. They like they look weird. It honestly I don't I'm not trying to be 
prejudiced or judgmental, but they're fucking weird, right? No, they're like grotesque. Yeah, okay, cool. That's okay. There's one of them calls himself Barney, and he's really affected by the radiation. That's a he? I thought it was an it. (laughs) Sorry, I guess I did not ask its preferred gender. But being on this, being on... Being on this island, me and my brother decided to uh, challenge ourselves to bring you the best items this week. challenge each other. We like to keep it interesting. Of course. Naturally. Uh, Trash Talk is the name of the game. (laughs) It's not fun without Trash Talk. (laughs) I don't really like competition without it. Uh, And so we each, we found a museum. Uh, The name was burned off, so I never got to see what it was. But there were two rods inside held in places of like deep honor, it looks like. So we naturally just took them. Of course. And then we we tried to take these rods and trade them for the most magical items that we could find. Yeah, it was. uh, We took those carbon rods and we traded them up. Duncan. I want to know what you did first so I can trump you. That's (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that seems fair. I actually managed to first trade my carbon rod for a giant clown bed. It was really, really terrifying. Sounds cool, but but I have a race car bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pretty rad. I like, don't get me wrong. I didn't like sleep in this bed. We haven't had a bed in months. We've only been using hammocks and I still was like, no, I'm not touching that bed with a (laughs) 10 and a half foot pole because it was too creepy, but I still thought it was worth more than the carbon rod. And then I took this bed and I traded it for a, uh, Limited edition gold version of the video game Bone Storm. I also had never heard of it, uh, but I did boot it up and play it once. I tried to get the high score, but it turns out someone named Thrill House set the high score. <laughs> Fucking high score, too. But it, it, it's a limited edition, so I thought that was worth more. But finally, I managed to trade it for the item I'm bringing you today. Awesome. Uh, this is the Radical Skateboard. Rad. It's extremely radical it is in fact non-stop radical it is in fact eternally radical stop as soon as you put your feet on this skateboard you may never not skateboard on this skateboard again but there's some trade-off there's there's obviously you could see some cons but the pros are you instantly gain the ability to do any skateboard trick like a tony hawk 900 oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah anything, anything well you, uh, yeah it's like within the realm of <laughs> physics um <laughs> And also, it is unbreakable. But uh, once you get on it, you cannot get off Mr. Bones' wild ride. You cannot get off Mr. Bones' wild ride. That You desperately, <laughs> desperately need to pee and eat. And Mr. Bones' wild ride is but an infinite loop. Okay, how much money do you think it'll cost to build a room full of padding that and like some kind of stand that hooks you into the skateboard so you can at least get sleep at some point you're like just like bounce around the room for eight hours every night i'm pretty sure you learn to sleep standing up pretty quickly <laughs> actually that's a move i think that's actually called the move it's called the sleeper <laughs> they call that the dead man walking I'm, I'm pretty sure you can lie down on the skateboard and it'll just oh, kind of like coast around they, it's not going to be comfortable but you get to sleep Oh, they call that cool runnings. I don't, I don't think they do. They call that one cool running. I'm pretty sure they call it the John Candy. <laughs> Give me the John Candy. Okay. I actually have no idea. Don't shame me for uh, this one. I, I will do, you, do my best. Is it just for fame and glory, or do the winners of the X Games get money? Um. Wow. Right? Was, I mean, they like, at least get like a gold medal, so you can at least hawk that for a pretty penny. 
I don't know, but like you can definitely make money as a professional skateboarder, right? Like, I mean, the problem that you're going to run into is the same problem that every skateboarder eventually runs into where they are, they are not, their bones are not made of titanium (laughs) for constant skateboarding. Like you will eventually like, you'll be the best skateboarder to ever touch a skateboard. For probably 20 years. <laughs> and then you're going to really start running into some issues. When you're going you, when, back and forth across the country, of course. When like you're, but like you're going to break your ankles once and then realize, no, I wish I could use crutches. <laughs> Sir, you need to stop skateboarding. We need to operate. <laughs> Just try and catch me first. <laughs> like every good American man, you must eventually settle down and start doing business you just can't stocks <laughs> and trading and you start like a, it's real simple you start like a i skate for hope charity or something we gotta you know cook the books are you are bit. you the charity <laughs> no you give 90 percent. i the cannot money. get off this skateboard please give me money you give 90 percent of the charitable donations to an actual charity case like Derek. And then you <laughs> and your goal is for every mile I skate across the country, you donate that much to me. Ten percent goes to me because it costs money and food to go across the country. I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of what nonprofit means. <laughs> no, it's not a nonprofit. It's like it's like a Sarah G. Komen kind of thing. Um, and, you know, you're just skating from countryside to countryside, making tons of money for like kids with AIDS and you're also could skate forever. <laughs> I think you're discounting the fact. I think you are falling into the same trap that our our buyers are going to. So help me help me work you through this trap that you found yourself in. Okay. Where you think, "Oh, I get to have a rad skateboard and I can do rad skateboard tricks. I'm obviously going to build a life and career around that." When in fact, this is a pretty sick just like little toss in, right? Like you're giving up, you can become a businessman. You can sell people over the phone. They never have to know that you're on a skateboard. And then they're like, hey, we want to set up a meeting, like demo your product to us. Let us like talk with you. I imagine you're and just you, like. You turn on the projector, lights go down, your project starts up, and it just says like invest investing in your future and then you hear doors open and you do a sick kickflip <laughs> into the room and you're like i'm here to tell you where to spend your money idiots but you can't stop skating so it's more like i'm here to tell you where to spend your money <laughs> well you can skate around the room and like <laughs> that's, that's even radder that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying Imagine being one of the guys that, that cool, like this. You're that cool guy at the skate park. You're doing sweet flips, but you're also on your Bluetooth headset. The whole like, t- I can sell you that for that. Or other imagine, business terms. <laughs> imagine being in the New York Stock Exchange. And you know how like things can go bad in the New York Stock Exchange because they're not like seeing your signs for like buy and sell and everything. Of course. I'm pretty sure everyone at the stock market is going <laughs> to see the guy doing kickflips and know, oh, he did a fucking sick-ass nolly. That's the sell. We got to sell right now. Oh, what's that? Triple kickflip backflip spin? Oh, man, bull market. We got to go. Well, I've got a money-making those idea. Are all, by the way, those are all of the stock market. There's a <laughs> bear market, I think. Uh, bear and bull market. Those are all buy, the stock market. Buy, buy, sells. I always think of Cameron outside of the stock yeah. exchanges. Oh, you, yeah. Everyone at home couldn't see, but I was doing the, <laughs> I was doing the Cameron. Um, so I've got a multi-million dollar idea. Okay, well, 
you're going to have to beat my multi-million dollar idea of investing in your rad future. Well, right now, we um, also have the idea for a great screenplay. And you know who is out of work and also a skateboarder? Um, most professional skateboarders from the 90s. Of course. Jason Lee. We need to make... <laughs> we sell the skateboard to Jason Lee. Uh, I'm sorry. His name is Earl. So we sell it to Jason Lee. He okay. needs a new movie. And then we also okay. sell our script about a man who can never stop skateboarding. It's called Mall Rats 2. Get, Jane, get me off this crazy thing. Mall Rats 2, skate or die. Please, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I I like the idea, I like the sentiment, but the idea lacks a little bit of follow through. I'm not sure you picked the like most profitable star, and also you'd probably have to sell that well, script to I, Kevin Smith. I don't. Who else? Who else is like an, a well known actor and also a skateboarder other than Jason Lee and Bam Margera? <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> he was a Tony Hawk pro skater, too. You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> um, show, me sh- show me the money. We cannot get into another Jerry Maguire loop. We'll be here for days. <laughs> Do you know who Jerry Maguire probably represents? No, no. no. Okay. This is This is easy. This is obvious. Skateboarding, it's not the early aughts anymore, but skateboarding is still popular. And I, I you and I don't follow this scene, but I bet there is a most famous and a most successful and a best skateboarder in the world right now and i bet and it's not tony hawk probably not there's probably there's probably someone who's like actually winning like x games and like i'm sure you're right yeah i know right like doing (laughs) doing sick flips and wicked stunts and there's someone who's right behind him who just can't beat him and how much is that guy gonna pay for the for the undoing of his enemy yeah for the back alley deal with the devil (laughs) hey kid you want to be the best skater in the world uh yeah but could you take off those horns first it's really weird and put down the pitchfork we definitely shouldn't have had this meeting on october 31st (laughs) so I feel like he would pay now. He's not going to be making as much money as the guy in first, but he's probably still got like, I don't he will know soon. Yeah, very <laughs> soon. But like, he probably still is making money from <laughs> Red Bull to buy a skate bowl, a skate bowl. <laughs> like Skateboard. I bet Red Bull pays his rent. Like I bet he's got at least $10,000 free to spend on a skateboard. How do you, how do you feel about $10,000? I feel like we could go more $50,000. Cause that's like, he's going to quickly become, I know I know for a fact that Red, okay. Bull, Red a, Bull pays more than $50,000. Here's, here's what we do. We sell it to him for $10,000. And then, in very tiny writing on the contract that he signs with of his course. own blood, we write every week. <laughs> I like it. $50,000 a week? $10,000 every week. Until he has to cut his own feet off to get off the skateboard. <laughs> his feet just kept going though. <laughs> the tale of They're, the ghostly skateboard. It's like Haley's comet, but it's that one dude's feet. Uh ten thousand dollars every week. Sold. Gavel sound. Gavel sound. So uh my item went through a pretty cool trade exchange. I oh, traded yeah? my carbon rod for a nice floral patterned muumuu. Oh. I wore it, but it was a little too big for I me. I remember that. You had a muumuu face. I totally forgot about that, yeah. like, eight hours where you had a muumuu face. <laughs> I traded that muumuu for uh, some, like, kind of clown doll 
but it tried to kill Derek, so I quickly got rid of it. <laughs> and I traded. Why? Why? That's how we could have made money is selling tickets to that fight. Because right now, I'll tell you, I'd pay any amount of Derek money. versus a killer clown doll. You just put him in a ring. Cage match. And li- luckily, I was able to quickly sell that for this pacifier I have here. Okay. It's a pacifier, and this pacifier gives you the ability to speak baby. The oh. language of babies. Oh. Goo goo, gaga, <laughs> sound of pacifier, and all that. Okay. Okay. Um, now... Which seems, I, I've thought about it a lot. I kind of wish I didn't sell it for the killer clown. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I, I really think we could have made money off of selling tickets to the killer clown Derek fight. Because we've got a lot of Derek's. And, and, <laughs> and we know that that clown's not going to lose that fight. We rank it up each time. One Derek versus a killer clown. <laughs> two Derek's. We're like, 200 Derek's versus a killer clown doll. Two, in cage match. <laughs> two minutes of playtime. <laughs> Well, and I thought that it was a really cool idea to be able to speak to babies, but I can't imagine that many babies have that much interesting to say. Really? I, I actually fundamentally disagree. Because, like, so, you know, do you know what childhood amnesia is? No. Okay, it's, so it's is act- it like object permanence. No, it's actually like a thing that happens. Do you know why you can't remember anything before around the age of four or so? Because I do too many. no it's uh it's because uh once you learn language like once it becomes so ingrained it changes the way like your brain is shaped and formed like the neural pathways genuinely so your memories are still there from when you're before four but it's kind of like a but i can't access them yeah it's like a computer right like it's like windows versus mac if you put in a journal drive to a windows computer it doesn't know how to read it right like it's just a different format so there, you're saying there's I'm, some kind of there's a pr- perspective here that has never been given to the outside world. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is we can like maybe because like babies could be smart. We literally don't know. <laughs> what if they're just sitting I've there? I've seen just, baby geniuses. What if, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> what if you just like you put in the pacifier and this little fucking baby looks at you and goes, there's a specter over all of Europe. <laughs> it's like, what, baby, are you about to give me the communist manifesto? <laughs> baby, how did you know about this? I didn't know about it. I just made it up right now. My I'm that smart. <laughs> I'm unaffected by the world at large. My life as a Buddhist baby. We Buddhists believe that the corporeal body... Oh, I just shit my pants. <laughs> so, I now, one, good joke. Two, way to segue into how I think we can make money off of this. Writing the baby memoir. That was my first thought. <laughs> no, no. I think we sell this to mothers. and We can't mass produce it, unfortunately. But what we do have is the ability to, like, for four years at a time, give it to the highest paying mother. I'd like to make a quick caveat. Of can we make sure we only sell it to uppity British mothers? That w- oh my God! Our get <laughs> brother moment, brother moment. Touch my finger, brother moment. Uh, because I, I only want to hear babies talk in upper class British accents. Well, good news because let me tell you, like exactly who we sell this to and who will do free advertising for us. And her name is Goop. Who's Goop? Gwyneth Paltrow. Is that the name of Goop? Goop's baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, her, her baby's names are Apple, Apple and something stoop. Right. And Moses. I don't think it's Apple Moses. is a baby anymore. No, neither of them are. But, oh, that lady's that lady put a bunch of rocks up her vagina. Hot rocks. Oh, for real. And then she... Abort. I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, like, she is famous 
for Gwyneth Paltrow is one famous for having a fake British accent that she air quotes picked up in while filming Sliding Doors. I actually like that movie, though. It's a great movie. Gwyneth Paltrow is in a lot of great movies. Unfortunately, she has made only bad decisions since Sliding Doors. That's not true. Is Emma before or after Sliding Doors? I like that movie. Regardless, she married Chris Martin. Big mistake. She named her kids Apple and Moses. Two big mistakes. Moses is like a name, though. Apple isn't. (laughs) I think we could sell this to Gwyneth Paltrow, who would use it for as many babies as she wants to have. And then she's going to be like, guys, I use this miracle product and she will put it up. Spokesperson for this baby pacifier. Yeah. And we we can just like sisterhood of the traveling pacifier it, right? Like four, (laughs) every like four years at a time, you just give it to a new mom. (laughs) We're going to need some industrial strength cleaner. Oh, oh, absolutely. But I think that that's my first pitch for how we make money. And I think we can sell this to each mom at a time. If we only sell it to uppity British moms for like, what do you think? Like 12,000 uh, for, for the four years, maybe thinking, like payments over it. What if we get $300 a, mo- a year and you miss a payment, we come and take your baby pacifier <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I like the, I like the paying every month or you said every year, but I think we should pay every month for it. And I, I but I think we can raise the price. Uh, I think we can sell it for $200 a month. And we'll get $10,000 by the end of it over four years. I know Gwyneth Paltrow has at least $10,000 to drop on some kind of weird miracle baby thing. And you know she's going to be into the experience of being like, no, baby, tell me about your experience. <laughs> yeah, tell me about your life. That Although I will say I'm a little worried that someone's parents already used this pacifier and their names are Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. And this is how another Jaden Smith gets born. Go ahead, baby. Express yourself in whatever means you want. All right, I'm going to use only capital letters on Twitter. Let's go. Baby Jaden, tell me your thoughts. And Will Smith wrote them all down. And then four, <laughs> ten years later, he's like, I got these for you. Time release, you baby. Let's you go. You don't remember this. And he's like looking at the page having flashbacks. Now, can you think of an, any better I, way to make money? I first off, I do assume that uh, the word, the memories you have <laughs> that are shown to you after you're older is some kind of like sleeper agent baby moment, where the minute you read those thoughts, you just start crying and have the need for milk. Or yeah, I, I mean, I assume that that is true, but I also assume that if I teach my baby Taekwondo and then show him his kill phrase, he'll just start murdering people with sick judo moves. BJJ. Baby jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I was I'm gonna go ahead and say my thought process out loud. You and had then, no idea what BJJ was. <laughs> no, uh, I did, and it led me to a thought that I'm glad I didn't express on air. Now that I've said that, allow me to express it on air. I thought, man, wouldn't it be great to do like an MMA league of only babies? <laughs> and then I was like, no, wait. It wouldn't. <laughs> that baby, wouldn't be fun at all. Baby armbar. <laughs> so I think what the best. So okay, you just asked me what I think yeah. the what, most way. What do you? What do you? Okay, Malcolm. What do you think the best way to make money? Besides baby memoir. Besides <laughs> besides baby memoir, which which is good. Which is good. I mean, that's like that's the first person who buys the baby pacifier's job is to make the baby memoir, and then. We call I, him the Chronicle. <laughs> he makes Chronicles. <laughs> it's a memoir. <laughs> the 
the uh, so I, I think you're right though. We might have nailed it in one because most other things I'm coming up with, they're not gonna have Gwyneth Paltrow money. That's true, but I do have one idea. I don't know what director we give it to because unfortunately, again, kissing two fingers, raising him to the sky. Stanley Kubrick is no longer with us, so we would have to give this to a different director. But wouldn't a sequel to 2001 A Space Odyssey be amazing? Now, before you fucking <laughs> tell me that there are sequels to 2001 A Space what, Odyssey. What sequels? Th- thank you. You need someone who is going to figure out the inner workings of this pacifier and apply it to a camera. And the the next, the sequel to 2001 A Space Odyssey, 2002 An Electric Boogaloo Odyssey. <laughs> Just cold opens on the baby that ends... 2001 and he and he just looks at the camera he's just floating there and he's like i have seen everything (laughs) i have you wouldn't believe the things that i've seen cruisers on fire off the edge of the tanhauser gate uh other things it's more just like a a a, it's a a buildings roman about this baby coming of age oh you're right fuck me it's like boyhood exactly fuck fuck me (laughs) Fuck Stanley Kubrick. Let's get Richard Linklater on the phone. He's raising this baby in space for 13 years. Instead of, yeah, instead of 5 to 13, we're going from... It's the prequel to boyhood, babyhood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think and then we're the thinking of that little... Babies in the hood. And then he turns 16 and he's a baby driver. This is a good trilogy of movies we've set up here. I'd watch, I'd watch, I'd watch this trilogy of movies. I would not do it sober, but I would. <laughs> but I would watch them. Um, yeah, I think we're on the right track. Maybe a little too specific. I think maybe we sell it too. I, I, I like a, the mom thing, but a mom who has a baby actor. I think we need to create the world's the new Morton Salt baby, the Coppertone baby, and we need that new Gerber baby. My problem with this is this is the same problem. This is the same wall, the same sliding door that I run into with the Gwyneth Paltrow solution to our pacifier problem in that i hate Gwyneth paltrow and i really don't want to make goop sell this thing so what i'd rather do is like same avenue but and and probably same around same amount of money but for the good of the world this time because how much do really expensive medical machines costs right like mris or Uh, cat scanners a lot we sell this to a hospital. We're kind of benefiting society there. And, and we make fucking money. We make bank. We take the money to the bank and we put it in our account. Literally like one second old newborn, you wipe the goop off of them. You're like, why is he crying? Well, I know it was just born and I'm a good doctor, <laughs> so I don't need to ask myself that. And you- it puts in the pacifier. <laughs> oh my God, everything. <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe not. I'm pretty sure that every hospital would just be a cacophonous cry yeah, of put me back in. Yeah, the one doctor who understands babies is like, no, I'm not working in the natal world. <laughs> or you, you fucked me, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> so, if okay, so I don't want to sell to Gwyneth Paltrow, and I don't want to ruin a young doctor's life. I really think we could create the next Gerber baby. Think how much money you can make if you were a really good child actor from the minute you were zero. <laughs> you can make a lot of money. Before we 
uh, go down this path, which is obviously going to be the answer to our problem. <laughs> Allow me to hit you with one more scenario because what we're not thinking about that we always forget to think about. Ocean's Eleven style <laughs> is how good for pranks this is going to be. Because what you do is you find a college student, someone who you fucking know is doing ecstasy for the first time. And then you give them this pacifier and then you tell them, it's forever as you hand it to them <laughs> and they put it in. They're on ecstasy and the first baby they see will destroy them, will decimate them. They will, the baby will talk to them and then they will be like, Oh no, I shouldn't have done ecstasy. I got a bad batch. I, I thought you thought, I thought you meant more like how as in like 13 year olds will destroy you. Like babies are just inherently mean because they haven't been taught right or wrong. Yeah, yet. They don't, they they don't just know. See, you're fucking on acid right now. Aren't you? I'm so disappointed in you, Greg. And you're just like, Oh, Greg, why are your eyebrows so different? than every other human i've seen I've, i'm still processing all humans but your eyebrows are really weird congratulations greg, greg you're the ugliest person i've met so far <laughs> babies are fucking savage <laughs> they just don't understand right and wrong they haven't been taught they yet. don't they don't understand they don't under here's what they don't understand polite society here's what they do understand fucking sick taunts <laughs> so I think you're probably right. I think we should. I think we could make the new Quiznos baby, oh, but man. for like real, Quiznos like a real is, Quiznos. Quiznos baby. is like failing right now. We can do this. All right. How much do you think Quiznos would pay us for? How much is Quiznos worth? Let me Google it. Really Nothing. Uh, if you're like actually interested, probably negative money. <laughs> Quiznos probably loses money every day. <laughs> wow. Four hundred million is how much Quiznos is worth, which is a little bit higher than my guess, which was about twenty bucks. <laughs> how much does a Quiznos sandwich cost? Uh, never mind, I don't want half know. that. <laughs> so I think I think we, we should charge them four hundred million. They can easily double their net worth with the aid of a new the Quiznos. Quiz, the baby. Quiznos baby will take over the world. Uh, trust me. Like, let me go ahead and spell out the doom of the world now. Twenty twenty four. It's President Baby, Quiznos Baby. <laughs> Quiznos Baby Face, the Quiznos Baby. <laughs> 2024, he's running with Jared. <laughs> Why did they put him on a ticket? <laughs> I did not realize. I'm sorry. That, I did not realize how dark this was. Joke. I didn't know it was a joke. <laughs> Sold $400, $400 million to Quiznos. Gavel sound. Gavel sound. Thanks for listening, guys. That is our show for today. Uh... We would like to say... And also this week, we are not a daily podcast. <laughs> That's our show for today. Tune See back you. in, not tomorrow, but seven days after that. Uh, that's not how math works. Thanks for listening, guys. That's, that, that's that, it. That's it. That's that's it. That's sorry. That's all we got. Come back next week. <laughs> sorry, we ran out of material and time. I'm only so funny. Um, thanks for listening. We always appreciate it. We appreciate all of the people who've been helping us. Um, if you like what you hear, we've got an awesome website, WW for you very well could be here right now listening to this podcast, but that website is www.appraisedbymedia.com. There we've got every episode we've ever recorded. We also have links to all of the ways to listen to us and I'm dead serious. Contact us at mailbox at appraised by media. If there is a format missing that you desire Even to listen to us, you're on. like, hi, I host my own podcast website. And we're like, yes, sure. Here you go. Here are the <laughs> MP3s, my dude. Um, you can also submit items to us. We are always looking for new item submissions. 
If you want your item featured on the show, uh, you can submit that on the website or you can email us mailbox at appraisedbymedia.com. You can also just talk to us if you have a question for us or want to talk about something on the air. We will probably mention you. We actually have several avenues of talking to us. Michael, what are those avenues? Well, we've got this little website called facebook.com. <laughs> really underground, guys. Get on get on it while you can. It's actually called facebook.com slash appraisedbymedia. Give us a like there. You can message us directly there or just comment on stuff. We also have a Twitter at ABMcast. Tweet at us. Slide into our DMs. Please, please slide into our DMs. My DMs have been so lonely. (laughs) I'd like to give a huge shout out this week. I think I say that every time, but this time it actually is a huge... This is the hugest shout out. That's... I'd like to give I'd like to thank personally uh, the podcast pods in the key of Springfield who provided our intro for us today. Uh, thanks, guys. You can check them out at their website, which is pods in the key of Springfield dot <laughs> They also have a Facebook, which is Facebook dot com slash pods in the key of Springfield. Cool. And they are also on Twitter at key Springfield. Um, Thanks for all your help, guys. By the way, we are still looking for intros to round out our season. If you guys want to be featured on our show, if you want, if you really enjoy being interrupted or enjoy free advertising, shoot us, shoot us a message. <laughs> that our contact again is mailbox at appraisedbymedia.com. Um Duncan, do you have a daily question? I do. Is it Simpsons related? It should be, yeah, shouldn't it? Probably. Uh, our question of the week this week is actually going to be in a non-textual format, in a more sextual format. No, please, no, please, no. Please don't. Uh, Facebook is a children's website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, we want you to uh, give us your best impression of a Simpsons character. And I know it's going to be bad, but don't worry, we will be joining you. Fingers crossed that Hank Azaria listens to our podcast. (laughs) Five bucks says he does an impression of Lisa. Of the... Do you think all of the Simpsons actors can do impressions of each other at this point? (laughs) Do you think it's actually just been secretly uh, Hank Azaria and the other guy? It's Billy West. (laughs) Billy West is like... Uh, that's it for us. Thanks, guys. Shelbyville rules.